Welcome back to Sales Operations for Small Businesses. What's the difference between managing sales operations in a small business versus a large business? There are a few things, but the main ones that come to mind are budget, teams, and history. When you are in a large business, you have money because there's just extra money floating around. It means that you get to run sales operations, get to be a part of sales operations as an actual department. That means you can have focused energy on the different areas that you want to be paying attention to, like the overall strategy, like your tech stack, like bid management, like compensation, SDRs. You can have whole subsections of people and their own mini departments, or maybe not mini, depending on how big your company is, that are devoted to that. Whereas when you're in a small business, and this moves me on to the next point, in a small business, you don't have that much extra budget because you're trying to grow it. So you're using every last penny for every last thing. So the second point then is teams. In a large business, you have that whole team. Um, we talked about the money, but it's the actual people. It's the time spent on them. A small business, you're probably a team of one if your sole job is sales operations, or if your, jo- your sole job isn't sales operations, you're doing something else and sales operations on the side. For many people, it's probably the owner, the original salesperson. You could well have hired out other people to do your design work and help with your delivery work and maybe even the marketing. But because the business is yours and you're the face of it, you're the person that does the sales, which then usually means that you're the person that does the sales operations as well. But then how do you do that with all of the other things that you've got to do? Where in some companies you can have a whole person doing that job and in a large company there's a whole department, how are you supposed to find the time to do sales operations effectively? And then we've got history. In a large organisation, large organisations have been around for some time, which means they have history, which means they have pre-existing data. They have benchmark data to go upon. Small businesses don't always have that. So when I speak of a small business, I mean of one that that has been at least around for, you know, like a year. They've got some customers, they're churning, everything's good, as in good churn, um, because everything's running. But you haven't necessarily been around long enough. Like, have you survived a recession, for example? Have you been around when the market went up a little bit, went down a little bit, when something in the world happened? Have you survived anything yet to know historically what happens with your sales? Have you branched out into any extra products or services or any new markets to see how things differ? Um, Have you even been in business for long enough to know, on average, genuinely, how long it takes to get a sale over the line? And I mean conversion. So when you um, know about a lead and you, you, you process it all the way through until they've got a contract signed or they've bought from you, whatever your, your business is. In a large organisation, like I said, they've been around for a long time, so they know a lot of these things, even if they don't have all of the benchmarks that we would like to, that we would all like to have. They have some that you can at least extrapolate the information from. And these are some of the reasons why it's just harder in a small business. You have to do sales operations differently. You have to make do with what you have and then keep going with it and growing the business until it's large enough where you can have a number of people really focusing on all of these things. Because I tell you what happens if you try to do large business practices inside the small businesses, you will burn yourself out. You will get confused. You will always feel like as if you're not doing the right thing. Even if the data says you are doing the right thing, you will never feel like you are because you're trying to compare yourself to uh, 
yourself or your company you're trying to compare it to something that's much larger than you and has the capacity to do things in a much bigger way and there's no real getting around that it's really really tough so some things that I would recommend that you do to make sure that you can at least give yourself a fighting chance to try to do this stuff properly is a set time for it if you are somebody who is doing sales operations as well as something else it isn't something that you can just do like one hour of it here and one hour of it there certain aspects of it checking up on something doing some comms sure but sales operations is literally about working on the business that's its sole purpose sales operations doesn't actually do the marketing it doesn't actually do the selling it's working on the business to strategize it and making sure those strategies are implemented across the board and then checking it to make sure it's running efficiently right so you want to make sure that if it's friday mornings that you're looking at everything with that sales operations hat on going through strategy and processes looking at the tech making sure that's all working properly because a lot of these things do maintenance to some degree um, looking at the data, do we have everything that we need? What is the data that we have pulled in so far? What is it telling us? Do we have enough for it to be able to tell us anything? Um, and then people in communication, people, it's involved in everything. Everything is involved in everything, but you know what I mean? It's, do you actually need to sit down with this sales manager again and have to go through the importance of being able to do something in, in, in a certain way? A lot of problems that I'm seeing at the moment are coming down to people's over-reliance on the tech. The tech will never replace a human. It will help us a lot to be able to see a lot of the things that we couldn't see before and we could just guess existed or guess it took us this long to make this sale, all of those kinds of things. But you still have to do something with the data that you're getting from the tech. And you know we'll go into that on the later episode but that's it's very very important for you to basically just review and spend time reviewing it spend time with that hat on to make sure that you are doing what's needed for that specific purpose second thing is to make sure you don't burn yourself out you want to get comfortable with iterations you're not going to do anything perfectly and if you try to do it perfectly you're just not going to win you're going to make yourself even more disappointed than you would be if you'd have just put some effort in and tried that's not to say do things half-hearted uh, putting knowledgeable effort in is very very helpful but you are going to have to make iterations as you go on particularly because you're only one person so again it's, it's very very tempting to think it's just you if you're planning this new thing and this new way of do, doing things it has to work you have to be open to tweaking certain bits I'd even go as far as to say when you are creating strategy, when you're even creating your project plans or when things need to happen, look at the places where you think there might be a little bit of wiggle room to change things and actively just pencil in a point to say this might this might be the point where, where we might need to pivot because then when you come up to that thing, it won't be so much of a surprise if, a surprise if things go wrong and then you have to look at it and go, oh, okay, no, we've built in into the plan the fact that we might need to be doing some things differently here. So the next thing that's coming up, we do actually have a little bit of gap. We have a little bit of wiggle room that we can buy ourselves some time to just think about this again and then reposition. So try to build in iteration into your plans for the future so that it just 
it gives you some breathing space you're not going to get it right all the time sometimes you will and it's great and then you've bought yourself free time which is fantastic and then you could just do more things but in a lot of cases you're going to just have to fall down a few times it doesn't mean that you're going to fall down and it'll be hideous either it's, it's just going to hurt so build in that time for iteration and the last thing I can think of for what you will need to do in order to not burn yourself out trying to do this is getting help at the right time for the right things. We all know asking for help when you need it, it's, it's, it's a game changer. But in the world that we're in now, it's very, very easy to see a new system. So there's new tech all the time, right? There's a new system that exists there's this, there's that. I saw on um, a LinkedIn post that somebody's doing this and it's working really well for them. So let me run over here and let me run over there and let me run over there. And you're going to try and do all of these things yourself. That is just going to wear you out. You can't do all of the things. The reason why they can do all of the things is because they've got other people doing it. No one person is doing all of these things themselves and don't make anybody tell you that they are, they're not, right? And then also, if it is something that you truly do need and want, let's say if it is, is, if it is some detailed tech work, rather than thinking oh i can just save some money and just figure this out the hours and days it's going to take you to figure it out you could have just gotten a tech consultant again for example to do it and it might seem like as if oh no it's really nothing it'll just take me a couple of hours but really think of using your salary look at the amount of hours that it's taking and do you know what i want you to double it because for every bit of time that you're spending on this you're not doing something else for every bit of time that you're spending on that you're not, you might not even be resting because if you're taking it out of your own personal time to work on it rather than work time, then you're not resting properly either, which means that's going to impact the rest of your working day, the rest of your working week or working month or working quarter because you're on this path that somebody convinced you was the golden ticket to making sure absolutely everything works. There isn't one. There isn't one. It's truly about, it is about learning. It is, it, is, it is about looking out to see what other people are doing and learning and having that, um, being able to talk to people, particularly with this profession, to, to, to get ideas. That is great, but it's about translating what other people have done to your situation. Your company is not the same. What you do is not exactly the same. Your position is not the same. The amount of money that you have is not the same. The time that you've got is not the same. So if you can translate it to what you do and then think, do I actually have the time for this? Will this give me the level of benefit that I need? Because other companies might only need a tiny bit of benefit in order to justify it because they've got a big push on innovation or something like that. If you're looking for a bigger return on investment, a lot of these things are simply just going to waste your time. So again, it's, it's, it's really about making sure you set some time into review, getting comfortable with iterations and actually planning in for that. And then asking for help when you need it, but also knowing that you don't need to just jump and run for every new thing as well. That is how, in general, I would manage sales operations in small businesses, is how I have managed sales operations in small businesses. I've done it the other way, the hard way as well. It's not worth it. You'll get a lot more done if you have your brain cells with you. So I hope you enjoy that and I look forward to talking with you next time.